0: KBCS is powered by listeners just like you. Support this and other KBCS stories, interviews, and highlights by donating at our website, kbcs.fm. KBCS was at the Seattle Martin Luther King Jr. Organizing Coalition's event at Garfield High School on Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day you'll listen to excerpts of the rally held in the Garfield High School gymnasium.
1: My name is Kobe Williams. I'm a junior at O'Day High School, and this is my second year at the MLK Organizing Coalition. And um, the number one thing that I can take away from this internship is that no matter what event you're planning, no matter what business plan you have set in place, the number one thing that brings success is passion. So um, this event today and the youth event you had yesterday, they had the passion of Martin Luther King's dream behind them and that's why they were successful. So I know that I'll be able to take that with me whether I'm pursuing a college degree or starting a business or anything. So thank you all for coming. Now we're gonna have Ken Workman with our land acknowledgement.
2: Thank you. This means Workman and this is just the way we introduce ourselves in our language our native language the language that we were not allowed to speak for so very long and it's starting to come back and what i just said was my name is workman i am the great 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 grandson of chief seattle and the- And I am of the Duwamish tribe. (laughs) Land Acknowledgement. If you look on your program, it says Ken Workman, and it says Land Acknowledgement. And I ask myself, how am I supposed to do that? How am I supposed to acknowledge that I'm in my own house? So what I would like to say is that it's okay for you to be here. <laughs> and so just as my grandfather, the, this person that the world knows as Chief Seattle, stood on the shores of Alki Beach not far from here in 1851, and he said which means come ashore come ashore my friends onto this ancient land of the Duwamish and then he said and this word it means welcome you are invited here and so we as the Duwamish recognize that the world is a much smaller place and so we say which simply means everybody is welcome here And so just as my grandfather stood on the shores of Alki 172 years ago and he said those words, it is my honor to repeat those words for you here today so that you will know that you are welcome on this land of the Duwamish. And so we repeat this word three times. Three times so that you will know the truth of it. So when I say gwi gwi You are all welcome here, thank you.
1: Thank you, that was really heartfelt. I'm sure we're all happy that, I mean, now that there's all the history behind the atrocities that were done to the native people, and we are all welcome, it's still important to remember the history that did happen, because you can't just ignore the past. But next up, we have an opening prayer by Reverend Chris Walker.
3: Good afternoon. It's an honor to acknowledge and commemorate Dr. King today. And as he was a clergyman, we will also like to my right acknowledge all existing clergymen. Just give him a hand. All right, all right. Well, let's, let's bow our hearts and our minds to our Creator. In Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, we come to you giving you glory and giving you praise. And Lord, we lift up this march to you, and to you we lift up your people. And as we march in the name of liberty, freedom, justice, equality, love the very things that jesus has simplified yet was condemned so may this march demonstrate your loving attributes as dr martin king spoke and marched in such demonstrations and we honor king today and may the world see our unity united in the power of christ fulfilling king's dreams so lord continue to be our refuge and be our hedge of protection from all things. Continue to be our source of strength and our source of great hope. Continue to be our certainty in Christ as we walk in these, for these causes. And let us walk by faith in your name, amen.
1: Our next performer will be Alana Edwards to perform the Black National Anthem.
4: Lift every voice and sing. Till earth and heaven ring, ring with the heart. As the rolling seas Sing a song Full of the faith That the dark past has taught us Sing a song Full of the hope That the present has brought us Victory is one.
1: That was beautiful. I think maybe we should get one more round of applause for that beautiful performance. Really shows how talented our youth can be. Now, next up, we have Eddie Rye to give us a quick bio and the history of the Martin Luther King Coalition, a founding member. So let's give him a round of applause as he enters on the stage.
5: Thank you, Thank you very much. I'm going to try to condense this into two minutes as requested. Uh, this is the 41st anniversary of the march in Seattle, Washington, uh, on, uh, in terms of Martin Luther King. And the very first march was a protest. Uh, In 1980, uh, we started a a drive to rename a a change, change a street street name, in honor of Martin Luther King, Jr. And it got to be very contentious. Uh, The Justice Department, is my time up already? (laughs) That must have been the people who opposed the name change. (laughs) But one of the things we found out early on is that uh, the city officials made a deal where they were going to just cut half, name half of the street, cut it off at Rainier and Councilmember Sam Smith, the late Councilmember Sam Smith and George Benson said, naming half of the street is a half an honor to a great man, we're not going for it. So anyway, when, after Royer signed the, legisla- uh, the legislation and the law in uh, 1982, in August, September, the merchants at the south end of the street filed a lawsuit. So it took a couple of years for it to get to the Washington State Supreme Court. On November 2nd, 1983, Ronald Reagan signed, President Ronald Reagan, signed uh, the Martin Luther King Holiday Bill that would take effect the third Monday of 1986. Uh, Four weeks after that, the Washington State Supreme Court ruled, the city of Seattle had the authority to change the name of Empire Way to Martin Luther King Jr. Way. Now, it was an uphill battle because we had a lot of opposition from uh, folks around here, and uh, uh, even after uh, the, the name change of the street happened, the next issue was, uh, right after the, the holiday bill was signed, the King County Councilmember Ron Sims and Bruce Lang, who was a Republican, put together a proclamation proclaiming that this is Martin Luther King Jr. County. Well 13 years later in 1999 at this event, I charged uh, Councilmember Larry Gossett with finding out what we think we have to do to officially change the name of this county to make sure that everybody knows it's Martin Luther King Jr. County. As it turns out, only the state legislature could make that change. State Senator Adam Klein from the 37th District introduced legislation eight times between 1999 and 2005. 2005, uh, Governor Christine Gregoire came to the Martin Luther King Jr. County Courthouse, signed the legislation. Then it took us another 13 months to get the logo. Some people wanted a picture of the county courthouse as a Martin Luther King logo. And I said, the county courthouse don't look like Martin Luther King Jr. So, as you can see right now on all the county vehicles, uh, all the county letterhead and everything, is an image of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. That's the long and short of it. I won't tell you about the other stuff that happened, but thank you very much. Good to meet you in person. So, I've interviewed this young man on my radio program Urban Forum Northwest. Check me out when you get a chance. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Now, considering MLK's dream, it's important to remember that this isn't just a small bubble, this isn't just America, this is the entire world. So, next up, we're going to have Bisan Barghouti, a Palestinian organizer with Samidun Seattle, the Palestinian Prisoner Solidarity Network. Let's get a round of applause.
6: Thank you so much. It's really an honor to be here with all of you today. I am here to talk about how it has been 100 days and 75 years. For 100 days and 75 years, Palestinians have been resisting occupation, settler colonialism, and ethnic cleansing. For the past 100 days, Israel has been engaged in an ongoing genocidal campaign against Palestinians in Gaza. For the past 100 days, the Palestinian prisoner population has over doubled. For the past 100 days, there are over 30,000 Palestinian lives lost, 10,000 of those are children. Shame. But we are not just stories of unspeakable grief and sorrow. We are a proud people. We are a steadfast people, a people for the past 100 days have been breaking free from our colonizers' chains. In this moment, it has never been clearer to the masses sorry, in this moment it has never been clear to the masses that US US imperialism is our number one enemy. Our clarity in this moment around that is our power. Despite hundreds of millions of people mobilizing in every corner of the world, taking to the streets in protest of their government's complicity, our governments and public institutions are refusing to act. This shatters the facade of democracy under capitalism ruling elites act in service of imperialist interests and profit, not what the people want, not the aspirations of the masses. We are rising up from Turtle Island to Palestine to say that the US war machine must be stopped. The voice of the majority is clear, the loudest voice is the voice of the masses that have for the last 100 days been so unified it's almost deafening to end the occupation, to end the genocide on Gaza, free Palestine from the river to the sea. And what international solidarity shows us and promises us is that the liberation of Palestine will soon bring about the liberation of all of us. And imperialism does not want us to see the connections between the struggle against racism and state violence here in the United States and the occupation of Palestine. And here in the belly of the beast, police departments all over the country, including ICE, Border Patrol, FBI agents, go and train and share tactics with Israeli occupation forces. Right now, in Atlanta, activists are fighting the creation of Cop City. The Atlanta Police Foundation, corporations, and local officials are trying to destroy hundreds of acres of the Willani Forest to build a massive police training compound. Shame. The compound would train cops from around the world in militarized police tactics and urban warfare. The black freedom struggle has always been deeply internationalist, and as US troops and police unleash their artillery to quell this incredible rebellion, many people are drawing comparisons and making connections. From From the US to Brazil to Israel, the militarization of the police is a global enterprise, and it grows directly from the soil of American history. Black and Palestinian leaders, from Dr. King to Dr. Angela Davis, To to Mumia Abu Jamal and Palestinian scholar Dr. Rabab Abdelhadi and revolutionary Leila Khaled, remind us that justice is indivisible and that all fights for freedom are intertwined at their roots. (laughs) Black leaders are risking everything to uproot the injustice at the heart of the U.S. and this work transcends borders. As we resist the murderous attacks on our Palestinian people and we resist the criminalization of black people and movements, it is clear that we are still facing the situation that Martin Luther King Jr. identified and confronted. We are defending our peoples from the aggression of imperialism, racism, and Zionism and their prisons, police and military forces, and where there are prisons to lock up the people where there is occupation and colonization, there will always be resistance. Yeah. This moment has made it clearer to us than ever. We are, this cause represents an anti-colonial, anti-capitalist, and anti-racist struggle that struggles for the dignity and freedom of all oppressed people. And the liberation struggle of the Palestinian people against Zionism and imperialism strikes a blow at a world system that has subjugated and exploited people of the global south. And here in Seattle, we have a responsibility to fight back. Seattle-based corporate giants like Boeing, Microsoft, Alphabet, and Amazon are complicit with Israeli settler colonialism. Starbucks attacks the pro-Palestine labor movement at its own stores. And our politicians, including Senators Maria Cantwell and Patty Murray, vote for billions more in U.S. funding of ongoing genocide. So we say, not in our name, not on our dime, no business as usual while Palestinians undergo genocide. No business as usual while black and brown bodies continue to be occupied in this country in the belly of the beast. No business as usual until Palestine is free from the river to the sea. Free, free Palestine. Free, free Palestine. I'm going to teach y'all a chant. It goes down, down with occupation. Up, up with liberation. Down, down with occupation. Down, down with occupation. Up, up, with liberation. up, up with liberation. Thank you all so much.
1: Thank you, Issan. Um, she was completely right. It's important to remember that in Martin Luther King's letter from Birmingham Jail, the number one thing that held back the movement was the white moderate, and it's the same for the Palestinian movement. Being moderate is being siding with the oppressor. So we all have to make sure that we're on the side of the oppressed to help those in the world that are just like us. Next up, some returning singers from last year. They're going to be singing Change Gonna Come and Four Women, sang by Jayza Duhan and her team.
7: Hello, you all. It is an honor to be here. And um, I'm gonna sing two selections for you and I hope you guys like it. My arms long, my hair is woolly, my back is strong, strong enough to take the pain inflicted again and again. What do they call me? My name's Aunt Sarah. My name's Aunt Sarah. My skin is yellow. My hair is long. My father was rich and white He forced my mother late one night What do they call me? My name's Sephronia My name's Sephronia My hair is fine My hips invite you, baby My mouth like wine Whose little girl am I? Yours if you've got money to buy What do they call me? My name is Sweet Day, my name is Sweet Day. Manor is tough. I'll I'll kill the first mother I see. My life has been rough. I'm awfully bitter. Second song is Change is Gonna Come, and I hope y'all vibe with it. If you know it, I know y'all know it, so sing it along, okay? change gonna come, oh yes it will. It's been too long living, but I'm afraid to die, cause I don't know what's up there. I know, I know my change's gonna come. Oh, yes it will. I go to the movies and I go down but somebody always telling me not to hang around. It's been a long... Long time coming, but I know, I know my change gon' gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. And then I go to my brother, and I say, Brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me down Back down on my knees There were times when I thought I wouldn't last very long But I'm able to carry on. It's been a long, yeah, a long time coming, but I know, I know my change gonna come. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah with you. oh. oh, oh. My name is Jayza Duhon, it's J-A-Y-Z-A, D-U-H-O-N. Check me out if y'all got some time and give it up for my boy Craig on keys.
1: Thank you again, that was a beautiful performance. Can we get another round of applause for that beautiful performance? next person we have is Reverend Dr. Kelly Brown, lead pastor of the Plymouth Church United Church of Christ. Let's welcome her out.
8: Dear friends, I am the Reverend Dr. Kelly Brown, senior pastor at Plymouth Church, United Church of Christ in downtown Seattle, and I am one of the tri-chairs of the Poor People's Campaign for Washington State. And I came this morning to ask and wonder if you woke up this morning with your mind stayed on freedom. I want to know if you woke up this morning with your mind ready to receive the baton that has been passed to you from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Because, baby, we've got some unfinished work to do. First of all, friends, we are done waiting. Can somebody say we're done waiting? We're As friends for no knew, time is of the essence. For he said, when we revolt, it's not for a particular culture. We revolt simply because, for many reasons, we can no longer breathe. Rest in peace, Manny Ellis. So, friends, we're done waiting for folk to do what's right. Secondly, we have enough and we've done enough. We've marched enough. We've resisted enough. We've protested enough. We've sung enough. We've walked enough because King had a dream, but Lord knows he was not asleep. And we've wasted enough time listening to the platitudes of people drunk on power and stuck on stupid. Friends, we have unfinished work to do. Now to those of every faith, because we know we are not just Christian, come on somebody. So to those of every faith and to those who claim no faith, sacred and moral texts are clear that making policy that does not protect the rights of the poor while exalting the rich and wealthy first is evil and is wrong. Isaiah 10 says, woe to those who legislate evil, who make unjust laws to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed. Come on, friends, that's ancient text. (laughs) Matthew 25 also says, truly, whatever you did not do to one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. So join with me on March 2nd, dear friends, at 10 a.m. on the steps of the Capitol in Washington, in Olympia, for the state of Washington, as we march for the liberation of poor and low wealth people in this state. Because what I know is everybody deserves housing, because housing is a right, come on somebody, and everybody deserves health care because health care is a right. Everybody deserves, come on, mental health care, no matter what insurance companies say. Everybody deserves dental care because guess what? Mind and body are one, and if you neglect your teeth, dear friends, No matter what insurance companies say, it can affect your heart and the rest of your body. Friends, it's time. For us to claim that there is unfinished business, it's time for folks to stop giving out turds. Sprayed with Chanel number five, and encrusted with rubies, and calling that turd liberation. Come on, friends. We have unfinished business. We need common sense legislation that comes from people who have common sense. And you cannot have common sense until you are a part of the beloved community. For somebody is hurting my people and it's gone on far too long and we won't be silent anymore. So on this Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Dear friends, this isn't just a time to go out and get a new couch. Uh Uh-uh. We have to be the children of remembrance. We have to seek freedom and be the committed and the convinced. We have to be the ones who cannot bear to stand in the same place any longer, waiting for unhinged people to give us what we need. audrey lord the prophet said we can never use the master's tools to dismantle the master's house so while we have been looking to the masters to to release the resources dear friends i want to tell you we already have the tools oh don't cut me off up in here because i can talk loud enough to make it rain come on friends so what is our unfinished business Dominant culture people, and that's my academic term for white folk. (laughs) I need you to shift from being allies and move to being co-conspirators. you to stand in the gap by using your great privilege and power on behalf of the least of the last. Because guess what? Allies can keep their position, but co-conspirators will move to empower the most vulnerable. We no longer have time to carry your shame. Turn that shame into right action. And for black and brown people and indigenous people, what is our unfinished business? Dear friends, we have to do collective organizing. What is our unfinished business? We have to refuse to do anything for and to each other but uplift and empower one another in love. We have to resist oppression anti-semitism, Islamophobia, homo and transphobia, sexism and racism and classism, while also fighting against the genocide in Palestine and in Sudan and in the Congo. Woo, come on somebody. We have to stop standing in our arrogance and speak inclusively and believe that we can use gender inclusive language because as easy as it is to say mankind, it is just as easy to say humankind. Come on friends, we can't stay in this place. We have to fight prison for prison abolition to release our siblings. We have to protect our babies and elders. And guess what friends, we have to rest as resistance. So sometimes you can't find me because I'm at the spa because I'm tired of fighting for injustice, against injustice. We have to learn black, brown, and indigenous people how to do community care because there isn't a bath in the world that will make oppression go away. We have to crave soft lives. Learn how to travel. Learn to eat well. Learn to live and thriving. Stay moisturized. Buy some shea butter. Get you some good food. And learn how to be honored and find ways to be believed and held and known and accepted. Yes, yes. No fear, so, what is our business that is yet unfinished? to take the baton from Reverend Dr. King and watch, fight, and pray until justice is ours. Because take it from me, someday we'll all
4: be free.
9: Yes, thank you one more time to Reverend Dr. Kelly Brown. That's what this is about, you all. We are celebrating the legacy of Dr. King and being inspired to continue to fight and do the work. So for those of you who would like to hear more and see more, please look up Dr. Kelly Brown. I wanted to make a brief announcement for those of you that are in the doorway, please come into the gymnasium. If you're sitting in the bleachers and there are open seats on your row, please slide over. We want to clear the doorway. We want to have those that need accessible seating to have it, so if you're on a front row and you see someone who needs to sit there, please move, but we do wanna clear the doorways, the floor space behind, um, the audio setup is also available, but if you wanna see, there are open seats in the bleachers. So come on in and join us. All right, it's been an exciting program so far, but I still feel like we need a little more energy in here, right, we're getting ready to go outside, so let's warm our bodies up while we're on the inside. So I wanna do a quick, roll call for the Divine Nine. Now, I don't wanna miss anybody, okay? I don't wanna mess it up. I don't need nobody looking for me. So I'm just gonna collectively invite you to stand. If you are a member of the Divine Nine and you are here representing your fraternity and sorority on today, please stand up. Holla at your friends. Holla at us. Yes, yes. There we go, love to see it. Love to see it. Black excellence at its finest, thank you all for being here. So just to keep our program flowing, I would like, I have the pleasure of introducing the Throwbacks, okay? Now these women, this group was founded by Renee Hollingsworth Bush, And these women are 50 and 60 years young. You hear me? And they are moving and grooving, so we're gonna invite them onto the stage for a performance. Clap it up, clap it up. that performance to the throwbacks okay I'm sure they'll be performing again at an event coming soon next up I would like to introduce some young folks so if you haven't realized there's a lot of young people participating in the rally and that's very intentional we Those of us that have done the work to create a platform for them now want them to step in. So even with Kobe emceeing as one of our youth interns and all the participants today, we really want to magnify their voice. They have a lot to say and they're paying attention to the things that are going on around them. So I am honored to introduce a few young folks from Speak With Purpose. So Speak With Purpose is the only public speaking program offered during school hours as a class. Across King County Public Schools, we are integrated into elementary and middle school classes as part of their common core curriculum. Their mission is clear, to empower every child sitting silently in the back of the classroom and empowering them with the resources and guidance they deserve to become the leaders in front. So please help me welcome three of the Speak With Purpose scholars. We have Matthew, Amari, And Cam (laughs) did.
0: Hi, everybody. My name is Matthew. I'm in eighth grade. I go to Orca K through eight, and my piece is titled Black History and Its Richness. What do you know about black history? If you keep listening, I might be able to shed some light on the things you might not know. I'll show you a whole new world that isn't only MLK, Rosa Parks, and Harriet Tubman. I'm not here to discredit what they've done, but rather expand your knowledge on black history. I'll start by telling you about Elijah Muhammad. Born in 1897, Elijah Muhammad was a religious leader from 1934 up until he died in 1975. He was an activist, writer, and leader of many people, spreading his beliefs in Allah. He wrote books like, Mesh to the Black Man, and The Fall of America. Next we have Malcolm X, a a follower of Elijah Muhammad for quite some time. Born in 1925 as Malcolm Little. He was taken to jail in 1946, for picking up a stolen watch he had left at a shop for repairs. And, don't worry, all of this ties into the story. While in prison, his siblings had been writing to him about the Nation of Islam. And soon afterwards, his brother Reginald wrote to him saying, don't eat any more pork, and do not smoke any more cigarettes. I will show you how to get out of prison. Afterwards, he joined the NOI, Nation of Islam, changed his last name to X, and became Muslim. Lastly, and in my opinion, a founder of the revolution, Marcus Garvey. An yeah. entrepreneur, activist, publisher, journalist, and orator, or public speaker, for those of you that don't know. He was most famous for founding the Negro World Newspaper, a shipping company called Black Star Line, and the Universal Negro Improvement Association or UNIA, since I know that's kind of long, which was a fraternal organization of black nationalists. Sankofa, which roughly translates to, go back and get it from the Akan tribe in Ghana. In order to understand our future, we must know our past. Now is the time for us to show respect to those who paved the way, so that we can lead with knowledge of self and pride. Thank you all for listening.
10: Hello, my name is Amari, I'm in sixth grade and I go to Washington Middle School. Imagine this, you decide to go to the grocery store, but then, wait, you come across two grocery stores, one white owned, one black owned, and you think to yourself, which one should I go to? And I'm here to tell you all to go to the black owned business. Black-owned businesses make up roughly 4% of businesses in the United States alone. A pretty low number if you ask me. If you don't support black businesses, it's kind of like not seeing the light in the dark. But the point is to support the hustle, the grind, and the successes of black businesses. This means a lot to me because I want, no, I'm going to be a black
0: business owner
10: when I grow up, just just like my dad that inspired me. We have a responsibility, not only as this community that we have here, but as a nation. Just like my dad inspired me, I want to, wait, No, that doesn't sound right. I'm going to inspire others so that the people who thought, no way, it's not possible, right? It can't happen, it's impossible. Know that there are many others like me, young, gifted, talented, and black. (laughs) That are gonna show you that we can do it. Thank you.
11: My name is Camden, I go to ORCAKA, and I'm in fifth grade. <laughs> Racism. It needs to stop. A black kid walking down the street with his hoodie on and all people see is criminal and reason to kill an innocent kid. It needs to stop. Black adults getting shot on the way to work because all people see is the color of our skin. It needs to stop. Black kids getting shot on the way to school because he looks shady. Can you believe that 164 deaths happened in the first eight months of 2020 to unarmed black people minding their own business? And last year, in 2023, 92 black people died at the hands of cops. Repeat after me. Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. George Floyd. George Floyd. Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. Dante Wright. Dante Wright. Manuel Ellis. Manuel Ellis. It's like, because of the way I was born, I should be seen as a weapon, as a reason to go to jail. There are kids getting shot like Trayvon Martin. There are kids getting beat up until they look like monsters like Emmett Till because of the color of their skin. We shouldn't be seen as weapons. I don't want to be seen as a weapon. I am not a weapon just a kid. But one, but one of the biggest reasons I wanted to share this with you today is to let you know we have a voice. Not just you, not just me, but all of us. We have a right to protest. We have a right to stop what's happening. But most of all, we have a right to speak up. Whether you're a kid, an adult, it doesn't matter. Just know you have a voice and you have to use it to stop what's happening. No one should have to hear on the news that a police officer suffocated a man by putting his knee on his neck. And I keep on going, but I only have a few minutes. So let me just say this. In the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., injustice to one is injustice to all. And it's not just a phrase, it's the truth. Because when you put one person down because of the color of their skin, you're putting everybody in that race down. We're supposed to lift each other up, not put each other down. The Civil War started in 1861, 1861. Now it's 2024 and these things are still happening. And justice anywhere is injustice everywhere, thank you.
1: Wow, that was, that was pretty amazing. And the great part is these three young men were all that all by themselves. So I think that deserves a whole other round of applause. This is a great, uh, my bad, this is a great Um, Looking into the future. I think we can tell just by these three young men that no matter how awry things go We're always gonna have passion We're always gonna have people fighting for what's right and those three they're really exemplary of what I think Martin Luther King's dream was so That was really amazing. Let's get one more round of applause for those three Next up, I'm gonna call back Eddie Rye to acknowledge a few sponsors and people helping to get this event together.
5: Thank you very much. Uh, this part of the program is what keeps this organization running. It's calling fundraising, but before I ask you for the money, are there any elected officials in the house? If so, please, okay. Okay. Come here for a minute.
12: Teresa Mosqueda, King County Council Solidarity.
5: And before, wait a minute, I saw John Wilson, our county auditor, here. If there are any others, there he is up there. Okay. Uh, Now we're going to start the fundraising. We want all you elected officials to pull your checkbook out first. Because. (laughs) We have uh, members of the Union uh, 751 that's going to be handing out and passing some buckets about. Are they prepared? Are we collecting the money? But it's very important uh, for you to participate, and you can also go to uh, clmlkcoalition.org, and you can make a contribution there. Uh, but this does uh, take money. We appreciate the folks who have uh, been sponsors. but. Uh, To keep the dream alive and keep the fight alive, we need your financial support as well. Uh, So I'm going to turn this over to Mr. Cliff Wyatt and uh, uh, some of the members from 751. There's going to be a special presentation.
13: Liam Charleston. Peace, how's everybody doing?
14: I, I can't hear nobody. How is everybody doing? There you go. We want to know you guys are having an awesome time on this incredible day, a day where we're celebrating one of the most prolific leaders in the history of the United States, if not the world. His consistency is why we're sitting here. The reason we're here from 751 is we want to celebrate some more consistency. Back in the late 90s, we started coming to this, and then our union started coming to this. And not only did they started coming, but they started backing us up with their pockets. They started backing us up with intensity and a level of understanding. Mr. Wyatt, standing, he was one of the first black elected leaders in 751. He's modest about it, but give him a hand. He was awesome. With it. At this time, the amazing Clifton Wyatt.
13: All right, 751 is right now passing around buckets. We, unfortunately, we have to pay for all this. We put it on every year, but we have to pay for it. So we're asking for your help. So when the buckets come by. Drop a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars, but drop something in the bucket for us, will you please? Right now, I'd like to present a plaque to 751, Richard Jackson, the President's Secretary Treasurer, and John Houghton, who is now the District President.
14: This plaque has stated about their consistency, anybody can show up to something every year, but when you show up and you give every year and you support it when you're not in a crowd, that's commendable, to say the least. It says, life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing for others? That was by Dr. Martin Luther King. Well, we know that the IAM has done for others, done for themselves, and done for this community. We want to thank you.
13: We want to thank you from the bottom of our heart for continuing what Bill Johnson, under leadership of Bill Johnson, did over 25 years ago when we invited him. He showed up. 751 has been showing up ever since. And under the leadership of these two individuals, we deeply appreciate it, and we'd like to present you with a plaque to show our deep appreciation. Thank you, 751, and all of you sitting over there. Thank you.
3: I just want to say thank you Um, on behalf of our district president, John Holden, myself, Richard Jackson, secretary treasurer, and all of our Machinist Union Aerospace or District 751 family. uh, We just want to say thank you. Uh, It's been an honor and a pleasure to both serve and contribute to this great event every year. Thank you. Oh, and we also have a check for $1,500.
13: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. And thank all of you 751 sitting over there or wherever else you're sitting. Thank you, appreciate it, thank you.
9: Yes, awesome. So the buckets are coming around. We will also be collecting um, donations throughout the March and at the end rally. So please keep that in mind. Uh, We are coming pretty close to the end of our program, so if you all could just hang tight for a moment. They will not leave us, believe me, they will not leave us for the march. Next, I will be introducing Miss Monique Franklin, who will be coming with a spoken word. So Monique Franklin, also known as Verbal Oasis, is a multi, multidisciplinary artist, scientist, healer, and arts educator best known for her performance poetry. She has been referred to us as the unofficial poet laureate of South Seattle, the Billie Holiday of spoken word, and the verbal manifestation of Nina Simone's soul. Her poetry gives voice to social justice issues, love, self-discovery, purpose, healing, liberation, power, and self-actualization. As a performer, you can find her poetry co-mingling with the ancestors, musicians, by Vi- vocalists and dancers. Let's give a hand of applause for Monique Franklin.
12: How y'all doing? Wait, wait, this side, how y'all doing over there? How y'all doing over here though? It's an honor here, I, I wanna thank, Garfield for hosting this year after year after year. I'm I'm here in peace in my my black and green as a Franklin Quaker. Thank you for allowing me this space to honor uh, our greatness and what we're about to do in your individual lives. We honor you um, in the service that you will give in your lifetime. This is what we're here to do. This is what we're jumping off. First, We must honor and invite our ancestors, without whom we would not exist, who have delivered us to this moment with momentum towards progress and evolution for our continued growth, who call upon us in the present to engage in our own success and to seek and elevate truth, to see and be the light and to act with hope in hopes that we will all act now. An individual has not started living until they can rise above the narrow confines of their individualistic concerns to the broader concerns of humanity. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Right. Traveling through time, seeing in and out of focus, past to present highways and days gone by ways, we come, we go, and we arrive. There is no thing as a single-issue struggle because we do not live single-issue lives, Audrey Lord. These streets we call home, these arterials made of parallel lines that intersect, take us coursing through community centers and flowing down country roads. If we take a ride, eyes open, not closed, we can see. I am for truth no matter who tells it. I am for justice no matter who it is for or against. I am a human being first and foremost, and as such, I am for whoever and whatever benefits humanity as a whole. El-Haj Malik El-Shabazz. We each have the opportunity to find our daily motions and patterns, the places where justice should move in, where freedom should become a new friend in our own neighborhoods. Seek truth in the world and curate your own library full of well-loved people and books with exercise spines and folded corners, hugging their highlighted power lines, great volumes you can translate into energy, empathy, compassion, cooperation, and kindness. Check out the truth. The only way to reduce ugliness in the world is to reduce it in yourself, Bayard Rustin. There are many things you can personally do to end oppression. This truth is something you can understand. Do your research, unlearn, relearn, explore, expand. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can, Arthur Ashe. Draw yourself outside of the confines of your own brick and mortar. Measure your wingspans and lifelines whose arcs allow your service for to humanity to fly for lifetimes. Let today be the rapid timeline of dismantling disparities with the courage to create true human possibility. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced, James Baldwin. Think beyond you to we, think beyond you to we. Be the overlapping brushstrokes of equity, the curators of unity, the conservators of peace, and create a purpose-filled life. A life-size painting, a collective mural of a world that is done hating, a world that is finally done hating. Can you imagine a world without hate? An expression of the healing that we all need to feel an impression of what is real, a thousand words of ideals to improve the lives of others can be found looking into the faces of our future, our past and the present. Think fast. The way to right wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon them, Ida B. Wells. Now is the time for a future that outshines history. You'll need to let your own light shine. We need to lead and be and inspire. We need you to twinkle, glimmer, and gleam. We need you to help us to see that we are all on the same team, illuminating pathways that express ways that we can learn and glow from one another. Be the mass transit passing wisdom and hope from one generation to the next. Trust in the reality that your work will bring about the change that you intend. Hope is a bond between you and your actions. That which we hope for, we make goals for. We strive for, we come alive for. I am no longer accepting the things that I cannot change. I am changing the things that I cannot accept. Angela Davis. You are the difference between this reality and the next. I say, you are the difference between this reality and the next. A main thoroughfare to fairness, the best version of ourselves in society. Whether you do it quietly or out loud or proud, as long as you are on the road, moving justice to the next mile marker, be the truth, the light and the hope and hopes that we all act now. Now, life is very short and what we have to do must be done in the now, Audrey Lord. Now, you have to act as if it were possible to radically transform the world and you have to do that all the time. Angela Davis, now, now is the accepted time, not tomorrow, not some more convenient season, it is today that our best work can be done. W.E.B. Du Bois, now the ancestors have spoken and we thank them for their work and their wisdom but now I ask you, I ask you what will you say and what will you do now?
1: Thank you. Like she said, not everything we face will be challenged, but everything you want to challenge must be faced. So like Martin Luther King did, looked inside of himself, got rid of the hate that he could see inside of himself, and he decided to move on with peaceful protests. So for each individual, one of us, we need to do the same thing. Because if you have hate in your heart, you can't be angry at other people for having that as well. So thank you. Next up, we're gonna have the closing prayer. Please stay in the gym because we're going to have marching instructions afterwards. Um, The person who's doing this prayer wanted to say a little bit about themselves. He's the rabbi and co-director of the Karima Reconstructionist Community, a Seattle Justice Forward Jewish community meeting on Duwamish land since 1978. Um, He's been working towards liberation through his work for the last 20 years in multiracial, multigender, and multi-ability, multi-class and multi-generational spaces where he has been a student and a teacher. He is from New York, went to high school and university in southern and northern Florida, and has lived in Israel, Palestine, and Philadelphia, where he attended the Reconstructionist Rabbinical College. Now, introducing Rabbi David Bassier.
15: It is in the service of my heart today to recite a prayer to close this remarkable gathering and conjure our collective gratitude and praise for its presenters and speakers, founders and sustainers, elders, organizers, and youth. Let let us. And for the tribal leaders on whose land we celebrate this birthday together, in some of my people's languages, Adank, Gracias, Todaraba, Shukran, Shkoyach, Baruch, and Hiskasiyum. Thank you, and may you and yours be strengthened and blessed. I call forth. My ancestors and teachers, as I invite us into prayer. Birshut Chavarimot, with your permission, my friends. Nivarech et Makor Chayenu, let us bless the source of life. Let us bless the source of life, which has indeed sanctified us all today by stirring in us our desire to take up the unfinished dream of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. reaffirming the ancient words of Rabbi Tarfon of the Mishnah. We are not obligated to finish the task, but nor are we free to desist from it. Let us bless the source of life who awakens us to the teaching that we must love our neighbors as ourselves. And may we understand neighbor, not as a geographic term, but as a moral concept, as Rabbi Joachim Prince implored at the March on Washington, setting the stage for Reverend Dr. King to articulate his dream. Let us bless the source of life who gives humans the capacity to understand, to discern, to heed, to learn, to teach to keep, to make, and to fulfill all that we can comprehend with love. That the only enemies are the temptations within us that keep us from living into what the Reverend Dr. King called nonviolent coexistence with one another. Let us bless the source of life who gave our ancestors the perspective that all is one that our interconnection and interdependence is undeniable, and which gave them and us now the courage to pass this teaching down from generation to generation, and to attempt to live it as we walk and roll on the way. We must by now this morning have a clear sense of what these blessings mean. Surely by now, O source, we have the power to act with the clarity of vision and of purpose, banishing poverty, banishing racism, and banishing militarism. To fulfill these blessings, not just in recitation, but in embodiment, honoring your gift of life in our ways of being and doing. We must by now, this morning, have a clear idea of what it means that yes, We are each a distinct and beautiful individual human from a distinct and beautiful people like mine. And we must by now this morning have a clear understanding that while on one hand that is true and on the other it is also true what Reverend Dr. King once wrote and Cameron recited in a jail in Birmingham that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere, that we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Let us all who are here have this clarity now for not more than ever, but forevermore. That there is no liberation for you if there is no liberation for me. That there is no liberation for me if there is no liberation for you. We can all be safe. We can all be fed. We can all have homes. We can all reciprocate for one another the dignity we each need to thrive and belong if rapidly shift from the thing-oriented society to the person-oriented society, as the Reverend Dr. King put it, a year before he was killed to the day. And while, yes, he did earlier say, the time is always right to do what is right, he spoke that day of the fierce urgency of now that there is such a thing as being too late. Source of life, grant us the fortitude and audacity to forgive ourselves as we are right now being too late for so many. From the streets of Seattle to what is left of the roads of Gaza, we are currently being too late for so so many let shame not to dominate no let us instead own our mistakes and be able to act now with a clear and aligned heart and hand let us bless that source of life that might provide us a path from denial avoidance and even management toward genuine transformation. Toward persistence, toward resilience, toward a mutual aid and a public show of love that Dr. Cornell West calls justice. Yitgedalva Yitgeda Sheme Rabbah. May the great name of divine love be exalted as we remember those we've lost along the way and bring their memory blessings. And those of us who savor still this great gift we call life, may we see the divine in one another's faces. And while we might pause in the name of sustained action, may we not wait another moment to further the dream. And let us say, Amen.
9: Thank you so much, Rabbi David, for the closing prayer. We have now reached the end of our event. I just want to shout out to the MLK Coalition interns. Are the young people in here? I see you, Kimani. Hey, Kobe. So just want to acknowledge them and all their hard work. Also, thanks again to all of the coalition members. Thank you to the vendors, volunteers, media guests, and all the program participants. Um, We need more volunteers, okay? So this is a volunteer-based coalition and event. If you're interested in getting involved, please go to our website, www.SeattleMLKCoalition.org. We do begin our planning season in September, so please get connected. Be safe as you're exiting the gym. If you are marching with us, please march behind the banner this lovely banner that our young people are taking down. You wanna stay behind the banner. Once we reach the end destination, there will be a community feeding. So there will be hot to go meals available at the end. And there will be transportation back to Garfield. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for being here today. And we're gonna let Uncle Stevie take us out with a little happy, bur- uh, a little happy birthday. <laughs> And can all the rally volunteers meet me at the podium, please? Thank you.